Today on the podcast, we have Drew Elrod. He is a, a husband, father. He's a pastor at Salem Baptist in Calhoun, Georgia. He's also a teacher and athletic coordinator at Adairsville High School. You will love this podcast uh, with, with Drew. It gives a lot of practical advice on how to uh, be a great leader, how to time manage, and I know you will you enjoy his wisdom. And you will hear from Drew after a short word from our sponsor. Coach Drew Elrod, welcome to the podcast. Yes, sir, Coach. Glad to be with you today. Coach, uh, you informed me before we started recording uh, that we have a mutual friend uh, that I just recorded with. That's interesting. Yes, Grant Myers and I played college ball together at Shorter back when it was Shorter College. It's uh, Shorter University today, so we're telling our age a little bit. Uh, but he played linebacker there, and uh, we played together for a few years, and we were roommates. And uh, so I, I definitely enjoyed listening to uh, his knowledge and experience. And uh, Grant is the real deal. So uh, I definitely got, uh, got a lot out of it. I know a lot of people that have listened to it uh, did as well. Oh, awesome. What, what position did you play? I played uh, quarterback. And then my senior year, I uh, uh, played free safety. Okay. So I uh, played uh, option quarterback all my life. I uh, went to Carson Newman for two years, and I transferred in Shorter in 2007 and, uh, and finished out my career over there. That's awesome. So uh, give the listener a little background about yourself. You just talked about your college days. Uh, just talk about your professional career, if you don't mind. Right. So I'm entering my 11th year as an educator and coach. Um, first two years, I uh, was at Adairsville High School uh, coaching football. I worked at Adairsville Middle School, did middle school basketball and baseball as well. And then I took the offensive coordinator position at Cass High School um, and was there for six years. And uh, there I just coached football, uh, was offensive coordinator there. And then uh, came back to Adairsville Middle uh, year before last, coached middle school basketball. And now I took the athletic coordinator position at Adairsville High School. So I will not be coaching a specific sport, but I'll be working with all the programs uh, here in this new position. So. Uh, also, I'm a pastor. I pastor Salem Baptist Church in Calhoun, Georgia. Uh, married to my wife, Samantha. We were married in 2013. We got two boys, five-year-old Landry and a three-year-old Lawton. So uh, they keep me on my toes. That's awesome. Kids are the best. We have, we have two girls, and, man, that, they make life fun, don't they? No doubt. No doubt. Uh, so when you were dialing up the plays back in the day, what was your offensive choice, Coach? What do you, what do you like to run? We were uh, – well, you know, it all depends on your personnel. We, uh, we tried to build, uh, uh, you know, obviously the, establish the run first. Uh, we uh, – probably our best play was uh, quarterback power. We ran a lot of uh, uh, plays off the speed sweep and that action, play action, quarterback lead, quarterback counter. And then we were able to read that five tech and, uh, you know, get, get that extra insert going there. So that was kind of our bread and butter. Uh, ran a lot of our quick game off of it with, you know, running that speed motion and, and seeing how they adjusted, throwing that backside slant, throwing, uh, you know, post wheel off of it. It was a good good system for what we had, um, and, you know, from an offensive standpoint. Yeah, you, you sound a lot like Coach Guest down there at Elka. A lot of, a lot of jet sweep, speed sweep type mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, that's hard to defend. That, that eye candy is hard to, hard to ignore. It is, and we try to build so much uh, of our 
run game and passing game off the same look. Uh, you know, we would uh, personnel it and stuff like that. But uh, if you can make things look uh, the same just before the ball snapped and you're running various plays off of it, uh, it, it can uh, cause uh, the defense some issues. So uh, we try to do that to the best of our ability. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, this players make plays and uh, we just try to put them in a good position to be successful. Absolutely. So you, you told me this before we started. You, you said you're the athletic coordinator. How is that different from an athletic director is, I guess, is my first question. Right. So uh, athletic director here at Adairsville High School is Meredith Barnhill, and she does an amazing job. She's been here for uh, several years. And uh, so this was a new position that was created through Bartow County Schools. Our new superintendent, uh, every high school in county, we have three county high schools. Mm-hmm. So every high school got a strength and conditioning coordinator and a athletic coordinator. So uh, basically where an athletic director would primarily focus on, uh, you know, eligibility and some of those things from paperwork and mm-hmm. uh, those type things. Um, some responsibilities that I'll be taking the lead on would be recruiting for all the programs. Um, and what that entails, obviously talking with college coaches and things as well, but uh, putting our, our kids out there with social media and uh, letting them know about camps and uh, getting them the, the most exposure that we can uh, out there. Um, also community involvement with businesses and fundraising, uh, helping coaches within the building itself to uh, assist them you know, and, and things that they may have come up along the way, being that liaison with our feeder programs, elementary and middle school, uh, being visible in the community, um, you know, generating a lot of excitement for our programs. And here at Adairsville, uh, that's very easy to do. We're, uh, you know, a small town and uh, everybody knows everybody. And so we, we want to make sure that our kids have the best experience and, uh, you know, getting their uh, best foot forward for those that would go would want to go play at the next level, um, you know. So it's it's a new position that that's kind of the start of it. You know how things go, things uh, evolve into some other uh, responsibilities. So uh, that's uh, pretty much uh, the main things that I'll be doing here as as uh, athletic coordinator. That's awesome. So obviously you're active on Twitter. Like, how are you reaching out to the college coaches to help your your kids get recruited? What in what ways do you do that? Right, so, you know, over the past few months with not having spring practice, uh, that kind of set a lot of that back. You know, a lot of these uh, rising juniors and seniors would have got a lot of looks with coaches coming by in the spring and then these summer camps and combines. Uh, we've taken advantage of Twitter uh, mostly because most of the college coaches and recruiters are going to be using it. It's a controlled environment. You're limited in some things that you can do, uh, which in my opinion is a good thing. Um, so taking their, their huddle links, uh, sending direct messages. I know back uh, in the spring, a lot of the colleges were doing these virtual recruiting visits and yeah. virtual recruiting, um, you know, things. So, uh, you know, sending those uh, flyers and stuff digitally to our, our uh, athletes. And part of my job, too, is obviously I'm going to do everything I can for these uh, athletes, but also if they can be educated on how they can help their own process it's a win-win. So, you know, we're, we're both working together alongside of everything that our coaches are already doing. And so uh, that's kind of how we were doing that. We did a, a two different Zoom meetings with our student athletes on how to use Twitter for recruiting. 
and had the parents and the uh, female athletes and the male athletes. And that was very beneficial. You know, how, how that we can uh, have that set up. So when a college coach visits your page, they know, you know, the basics about you, height, weight, GPA, test scores. Uh, does your huddle link, does it work? You know, a lot of times they, they put that in there and a coach clicks on it and it doesn't work. So very basic stuff, but stuff that's important that we want to make sure our athletes uh, have the advantage over somebody that's competing for those same scholarships. How many, I mean, give or take a ballpark, how many student athletes are at Adairsville High School? How, how many are you having to coordinate? Uh, I don't have a, a number off the top of my head as far as how many that we have involved uh, mm -hmm. right now. Uh, you know, that's going to look a little different going forward this year. Now, we have 1,100 students in the building. Okay, I got you. So, uh, now I will say this, you know, average will run, you know, anywhere from about 75 to 90 on the football team. Oh, wow. Uh, so, you know, that just kind of gives you a ballpark as, as far as that goes. I'm Your sure. softball teams – volleyball, baseball, usually those are consistent regardless of the size of the school. Mm -hmm. um, you know, now if you have a freshman team, as you know, as well as a JV, you have more kids involved. But uh, we have uh, great participation here, uh, as always, and I'm sure this is the same in any uh, school. There's a handful of kids that you try and try your best to get them to come out for, you know, football or basketball, whatever the case may be. Uh, so there's always those kids that you think could uh, could benefit from playing, uh, but we always have really solid participation uh, here at Dairsville High School. That's awesome. Talk about you know the history of the football program. So like, where have y'all been? Uh, where are you going? Kind of what you know? What's your what's the state of your program uh, at this point? Right. Uh, so our our program uh, is known for have, having a very solid. Uh, football program and all of our athletics. Now, uh, you know, we're, we're not Buford and winning, you know, uh, state championships and competing for that every year. Now, obviously, that's our goal is to get there. Right. Uh, but uh, always had a strong tradition, had a lot of great athletes that's come through here. Um, you're probably familiar with Vic Beasley that, mm -hmm. that played for the Atlanta Falcons with the Tennessee Titans now. So he's a product here, uh, had, had a lot of really good uh, players come through, won uh, several region championships. Um, had several runs, you know, four, five, six-year runs through our, our program's history of making state playoffs. Um, and so a realistic goal for us here today is well, we, we should be uh, competing for region championships and going to the state playoffs. Um, and so what we want to do is, is continue in that tradition, but go even further, you know, second, third, fourth round, and, and hopefully one day playing for a state championship. Our head coach is Eric Bishop. And he does a tremendous job. Um, he uh, he was our head baseball coach several years ago, and when the head football job came open, um, he he's the head football coach. And so I think uh, uh, maybe four years ago, went to the third round, was pretty talented that year, and had had a good group of kids uh, that they uh, maximized their potential, and we're real close to going to the semifinals. So uh, anyway, we're uh, uh, proud of our football program as we are with all of our uh, programs here out of Dearsville, but uh, much like a lot of small towns, you know, football is kind of uh, the thing that everybody looks forward to, um, you know, here, especially now since we've been off for several months, you can, you can tell the uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, energy is, is at an all time high. And we're looking forward. Our softball team plays today 
And so it's the first activity here on campus. And we're, so we're jacked up about that. Got two home games this week. Uh, our competition cheer is going to be starting up uh, this month. Our volleyball team, our football team's got our first scrimmage on the 21st. So a lot of excitement here to Dairsville. So obviously we're in COVID-19 world, which is a totally different reality than what we're used to. What is what does that look like for you as the athletic coordinator, and what does that look like going going forward uh, in the state of Georgia? Well, uh, the Georgia High School Association, in my opinion, they've done a tremendous job navigating through this. I know uh, I, I try to follow other states and what they're doing, uh, but I've been nothing but pleased with Georgia High School and, and how they've handled this situation. They've been transparent, uh, and and they've also set some realistic goals, and we've moved through that process. You know, back. Uh, when they allowed us to have workouts and have kids on campus, you know, we had some, uh, you know, the under 20, um, as far as how many we could have with coaches, that increased to 50. And so we've, we've been guiding our players and parents through that process. And uh, one thing that's been an advantage for us is having the ability to communicate with our kids on Twitter, uh, using, uh, you know, Remind 101, these other functions to educate our parents and our students uh, about the protocols. And so, um, going forward, just some little things. Uh, we are not requiring people to wear a mask. We're encouraging it, and we're putting that out there. Um, things that our coaches have been doing, uh, you know, hand sanitizer, wipes, uh, you know, not going into the locker rooms, uh, bringing your own water bottle. I think those things will continue. Uh, we check temperatures for all of our athletes uh, before they come to any workout. They answer questions about, have you been in a hot spot? Um, you know, are you running a fever or so on and so forth? So uh, our players' uh, safety is number one. And then after that, obviously, we want to make sure that they are able to have that high school experience. Most of these kids have, have worked tremendously hard over the past several years to get to this point to reap the – uh, fruits of their labor, so to speak. So we want to do everything we can to make sure that we don't uh, stifle that by uh, being irresponsible and trying to cut corners when it comes to these things that Georgia High School says that we have to do. So, and everybody's in, our parents are in, our community's behind us 100%. So uh, I've been very encouraged uh, over these past few weeks and how everybody's responded. So, I'm totally on your side. I, I think we obviously we need to have football, have school. What do you say to the people out there who are who are saying we need to lock down till a vaccine? You know, don't send kids back to school. Like, what what is your counter argument to that um, to that line of thought? Well, um, this is my personal persuasion. I know there's information out there about masks and. Uh, you know, so, some of those things. But on the other side, there's also information that says, you know, th how effective are they? Um, and, you know, you hear about herd immunity. Uh, you hear about, well, we have a, a flu vaccine, but every year people still get the flu. And so we don't shut down for that. And so um, I try not to let my political views and persuasions get in the way. Um, I just know this, um, these young people, and even us uh, as uh, adults, we have that desire to, to be around other people and to uh, enjoy life. So whatever that looks like for individuals, they need to make their own decisions. Um, but uh, if we can, 
and we have, I think we've showed that over the past few months, get back to a sense of a normal schedule. Uh, I think it's important. I think it's important not only academically, but also athletically to, you know, let these kids enjoy these things because, um, you know, I look back on my high school experience, I wouldn't trade it for anything. And uh, there's so many of these uh, kids that come from different backgrounds and different homes. This is their way to escape. This is what they can look forward to. And uh, just like that, it was taken from them. So I'm all for getting back uh, to normal, getting back to, uh, you know, coming to school, going to work, going to athletic functions and, and doing all the things that we did before this with the same mindset that everybody's not going to be on the same page. And so I understand that. Uh, but those that do, we want to provide that opportunity uh, to allow them to do it. Right. It's like you said, it's important that they have a sense of normalcy, that they have a place to see their friends, right? Get educated. Do you see Georgia having a, a full football season this year? What, what do you, what do you think um, is going to happen there? Cause I know in West Virginia, I, I have no idea. We help. We don't know. <laughs> Has there been much right. guidance given? Sure. Well, uh, what they did, they bumped our season back two weeks. So, and we still have our scrimmage games. And other than that, that's all that we know. And okay. so, uh, kind of like what you said, we really don't know. Uh, I just can tell you today, uh, as we're having this conversation, Georgia high school football is on. Uh, playoffs are on, uh, you know, state championships and, and all those things, those, those, those dates have been set. Uh, now, granted, we're starting school tomorrow. Kids are in the building. Right. So if we have this conversation two weeks from now, I hope it's still, you know, school's still on, sports are still on. So uh, now, again, this is my opinion. I think that Georgia High School will stay the course uh, and, and see this through. Uh, Honestly, so I, I hope I'm right in saying that. That's awesome. So I've been thinking about this the whole time we've been talking. How do you balance being the athletic coordinator and a pastor? Those are two huge jobs. How does how do you do that? <laughs> a lot of prayer and sleepless nights is uh, <laughs> is basically how we do it. I've uh, I'm so blessed to uh, uh, have a wife like Samantha and 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 all that she does in, in our personal life with our boys. And, and um, that's one of the reasons that I'm not coaching high school football, because when I was at Cass, I told you I was in uh, coaching high school football and I just uh, uh, became the power. I've been pastoring a little over three years. And so while we were there, I'm trying to pastor, I'm trying to, to be the offensive coordinator and uh, just had our second child. And man, I'm telling you, it was, it was, it was physically taxing, emotionally taxing and spiritually taxing as well. And so I was looking uh, at, at how to still be involved in athletics, but I knew that I couldn't serve in that capacity in that role um, and still do all these other things. And so the Lord really opened up some doors uh, to get back at Adairsville to still coach, uh, but didn't have all the time commitment that goes into being a high school football coach. And you, you, you uh, know this is, you know, the weekends, a lot of people say, well, the weekends are off. Well, you work just as much on the weekend as you do during the week, breaking down film, preparing, uh, doing all that. So, um, you know, it, it, it is a lot, you know, scheduling, but just like anything else, you, uh, you devote that time where you need to, you time management, and, uh, you know, we just make it work. 
and uh, we make it work and it's a blessing and I'm I'm so honored to be here today as well serving in that position and uh, also to be pastoring a good group of people up there in Calhoun Georgia and uh, so I, I don't know what to tell you we, we don't have a lot of free time but uh, that's good we, we, we stay busy but we're, we're staying busy doing some really uh, awesome and beneficial things that's awesome so um what like what are like when you're when you're like in your pastoring like what where do you what are you preaching on right now like give me a give me a preview of what's coming this next Sunday like what are you going to talk about to your congregation right so um I preach through books of the Bible uh now I'll preach a topical message from time to time but right now on Sunday morning we're in the book of Ephesians and uh we're in Ephesians 4 and so we've been dealing with uh the gifts of grace serving in the local church we've been saved to serve and so we've been looking at that uh sunday nights uh, i've been preaching through the book of revelation for uh well over a year now and so we're in revelation chapter nine and uh, sunday school we're looking at judgment so we're looking at judgment in the bible so um i've preached through several books uh, of the bible in my time at uh, salem baptist church i just find uh that it's more beneficial to where you can take a, a book and go through it verse by verse, uh, let God's word speak for itself. And when people get to the end of that, hopefully they have a really solid understanding of how that book fits into the plan of God and how they can apply that information in, in, in a very real uh, way in their daily walk. So uh, that's, you know, $2 word for that is expository preaching. So that's, uh, that's what, that's what I try to do. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I really enjoy when people do expository preaching. They go through, you know, like what is the, if there's like, what does the Greek mean or the Hebrew and talk through like the different parts. So that's awesome. Um, I'm a Christian, so I'm, I'm totally, I'm for it. And, Amen. and that's, that's fantastic. So as we, as we wrap this conversation up, please give, you know, coaches out there some wisdom on, like you said, like time management, how do you organize your life? to be able to do great things like you're doing as the athletic coordinator and a pastor of a church. What are some things, some tips to get your, your life in line to do, to do hard things? Right. And so, uh, you know, in, in the book of Ephesians, it talks about redeeming the time. And so I think it's important for us to understand that, uh, you know, as the Bible says in the book of James, that life is a vapor period for a little time and vanishes away. And so uh, we all have 24 hours in our day. That's me, that's you, that's anybody else. And so uh, my goal is to always maximize that time. Uh, there's, there, there's no other person, no other people that comes first in my life before my family. And so I've, uh, I make it a priority. And that, that even goes for being in the ministry. And I know a lot of coaches, um, you know, they spend a lot of time coaching. They spend a lot of time in it. And it's important, don't get me wrong. Uh, but I, I never want to sacrifice my family for a career uh, or even for my church. And I tell them all the time, you know, I, I'm the pastor here, but, you know, uh, I jokingly say this, one day y'all could throw me uh, out on my head. Well, I still have my family. And so I want to make sure that I'm the husband that I'm supposed to be, the father I'm supposed to be. And then when I do that, all these other things fall into place. And so I'm able to uh, take care of those priorities first and then be, you know, the athletic coordinator, uh, be the pastor at Salem Baptist Church, to be the uh, friend, you know, and, and, and as all these things come about. So I think it's important, obviously, to uh, have uh, a plan 
Uh, one thing I do, I just did it today. I map out my week. You know, I have these things that are set there, put it before me, uh, using any type of organizational tool that you can. Uh, but I know what works for me. And uh, as much stuff as I have going on, I absolutely have to make sure that I'm organized. Uh, because if I don't, I'm going to wind up neglecting uh, somebody somewhere. And I certainly don't want to neglect my family, my church, or my uh, student athletes here at Arizona. So just prioritize things. And, and I think it's important for us to understand as men um, that we can't be everywhere at once. And uh, another big thing is about delegation. Um, as an athletic coordinator, there's going to be some things that uh, I look to delegate to other people that are capable and do a good job. Just like I am in a church, I'm the pastor, but I can't do it all. I don't want to do it all. And so I think it's important to surround yourself with people uh, that are uh, great people, that are faithful, and that have a desire to learn and, uh, and take on some responsibility and let them help you out as you navigate through these different uh, areas of your life. So uh, it is a challenge, and, and sometimes there's weeks that you have, uh, you know, it seems like, well, I don't really have that much to do. You're, you're hunting for stuff to do, and there's mm -hmm. other weeks that you're just barely, you know, above the water. That's normal. Uh, but it, what what will make the difference in through all of that is how you prioritize that time and what you uh, said as being important uh, to get these things done. Oh, that is awesome. That is that is fantastic, Coach. I appreciate you coming on, and I know uh, that this will be a, a podcast people really enjoy and uh, will get a lot of wisdom out of. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Thank you.